When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome to another video and podcast from Fancy Football Scout. As we look ahead to Fancy Premier League Game Week 21 and the rest of 2024. Um, this is one, uh, one of a number of videos and podcasts this week. Uh, we'll be looking at our FPL New Year resolutions my name is Joe and I'm going up first uh, to reveal my resolutions, what I'm going to be doing differently in 2024. Um, it's a good chance to look back at our mistakes um, and what we will do differently. Um, I've also asked the FPL community uh, on X for their thoughts. So um, as we gather more of those New Year resolutions from the community, uh, we'll read those out as well. But before we look at them and my New Year resolutions in FPL, um, just a reminder to do press that like button and also do uh, do subscribe so you can keep up to date with all our latest videos and podcasts. Also, it's worth noting there is uh, always offers are going on at Fancy Football Scout to get access to our members area. This means you get access to all the latest stats, uh, the season ticker, you can sort by difficulty, the rate my team tool comparison tool a seven day free trial and there's a 20% off as well um, but keep keep an eye on that see what what the latest offer is by the time you watch this there might be a new offer but um, uh, it's fantasyfootballscout.co.uk have a look at that and have a look at all the benefits you can get being a member um, which certainly helped a number of us um, get high ranks over the years um, and so um, uh, yeah I do I do recommend doing that I also construct a uh, goals imminent table on there as well which um has been quite successful over the years in pinpointing those sort of under the radar gems um okay let's have a look at some of the community's new year resolutions this is what they they were going to do differently in 2024 um first up uh, we got fpl notebook who john uh he is going to try and get back to the basic principle of fix your biggest problem with his transfers um it keeps the team looking healthy and he says he's been burned too many times by transferring out good players. Yeah, this is great advice. This is something that I try and do. Um, I think we should all try and do it. Um, if you've got an injured player, obviously that's your weakest link. They're not going to play. They got a red flag and they're out for a number of weeks. You do that. So obviously I've, I've still got, as we're going to, uh, as we're recording, I've still got Erling Haaland in my team and have had despite him being out if he'd been red flagged a number of weeks ago then I would have taken him out but he's been sort of annoyingly yellow and orange flagged so I thought I'd keep him but um, he has proved to be a weak link not because Erling Haaland's a weak link ordinarily but he's a weak link in terms of he's just not playing <laughs> so therefore he's 14 million pounds sitting on my bench for about three weeks um, so yes I do agree that that is a, a, a great way of doing it um, so 
I've got a number of flags in my team at the moment. They should be priorities. Um, so you can, um, I mean, I've got a number of players going out for the Asia Cup and the and AFCON um, over January. Of course, they should be priorities to get out as well. Salah as well. He's going to miss two or three game, game weeks at least, at least. So worth getting out there and using that month, using that money elsewhere. Also have a plan to get them back in. But um, yeah, you, you're messing around. So I've got, oh, let me think, say um, Saka in my team at the moment. And Saka's in a number of teams. Is he really my biggest problem? Probably not. He's going to tick along with assists and goals. Um, he hasn't done as well as I'd, uh, I'd hoped, but at least he plays. At least he starts. At least he's got attacking potential in a team that could potentially, and that's a big if, <laughs> could potentially um, win the Premier League. Um so, yeah, I think that's great advice there. Um, uh, uh, YC Yang uh, haven't owned or bought Trent or Trippier yet this season. Maybe that will change in 2024. Um, yeah, I can. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, the principle here is get good players in. <laughs> good players that have been good players over a number of years in FPL and real life. And trippier them. So currently, as I'm recording, uh, Newcastle haven't been great defensively. Trippier has looked a little tired. However, you know, over the year, he's going to be a great asset um, and has proved to be as well. I, I bought him in oh, for about three or four week periods earlier this season. And, um, and it was when he went on that huge run where he was getting multitude of assists and double digit hauls almost every week. And it was great. Um, I missed out on many more. Um, I only had him for a little bit of that. Um, Trent's not in my team at the moment. I'm certainly a player that I'd look to get in and use some of that Salah and Son money going into game week 21 um, with those players going off to AFCON and the Asia Cup. Um, so, yeah, I mean, he has been so good. Whether he, um, you know, plays uh, as, a, as a fullback, whether he, you know, goes back into midfield, just when you, just just the eye test. I mean, he, he hits all the stats as well when you go in the members area at Fantasy Football Scout. You know, he, he is getting all of those stats. But at the same time, um, you know, he's proving to be... Um, a really great, um, you know, just just a great asset in the eye test as well. Um, so just looking at, um, God, just just watching him play. Some of those Hollywood passes he does are quite quite something. So yeah, get good players in. Um, I mean, these are all real base, basic stuff, but the basic stuff that we always forget. So it's a good chance in New Year to sort of reassess what we're thinking. Um, another here from Dan Wright. I'm never buying Darwin Nunes again. So game week 19, he did finally score after a number of game weeks. He was in my team. And a resolution, well, not really a resolution, it's something I've been doing all season really, is to get, get players in that I actually like to have in my FPL team. So, for example, Pedro Porro is a player I like to have, um, ticking along nicely. Got lost, shipped four goals against Brighton, game week 19, um, and still walked away with two bonus points. That's the player I want. <laughs> um, and he always looks like he's going to score. Uh, Darwin Nunes. Always it's like going to hit the post. Um, he's just very frustrating. Uh, he's been a very frustrating player to own. Um, and I think many owners, I think those who've got him uh, and I mean, he's not going back to FPL notebook. He's not fix your biggest problem. It's not biggest problem having Darwin Nunes. You know, he will hopefully tick along. But yeah, he's there are better. There are better options. So, yeah, I agree with that one as well. Um a couple more before we get to my ones. Uh, Jamie Shipton. Um, he said it, it basically, I presume this means um, his resolution is not to get annoyed because he says get annoyed when I pick the wrong captain or player. So the resolution there is not to get annoyed. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just a game. 
and I think a lot of people take it very seriously. I I, I know um you know being on these videos and uh, you get you get certain comments on Twitter um that people you know see you know I don't know whatever they might say oh you can't believe you picked that player I can't believe you captain that player um and they they you know they will make derogatory remarks about that and it it starts to makes you annoyed as well but you yourself I don't start the week getting annoyed about that I just make those decisions and and I think that's the way we should do and not get annoyed by what other people say or what what you think other people might say um and I think that can be part of the annoyance there really um but um yeah I think that's good it's just a game and you're just making decisions there sometimes they go right and sometimes they go wrong and I mean those if you when you watch videos and podcast and listen to podcasts and those content creators who are having not such a great season I think you'll find they're the most popular <laughs> during the during the season people so uh, I think people actually sort of want to know or you know how they're going to improve um and part of the secret is, is that they're not really getting annoyed or they're certainly not publicly getting annoyed um and and I think that's a good thing to do you've got to t- treat it with the the silliness that it is because what are we doing each week we're, we're moving little shirts around a screen <laughs> and hoping they score and get us points um I mean that's silly <laughs> uh, first match I ever went to I was quite I, I no one told me that they threw toilet roll and and started and there were weird things going on and weird songs and when you were a kid and you know this is all amazing silly things that happen um at football matches in real life so fantasy game is equally as silly <laughs> um especially you know you know looking at the sort of you know when we come up with silly team names all those kinds of things it should, should be fun um fpl uh Schlong says um take more hits um now I have taken no hits this season, but um, I think I would have done better if I had taken at least one or two. For example, I'm recording this as going up to Game Week 20, although this is really designed for sort of Game Week 21 and beyond for for the new year. Um, But I could take a hit and invest in Man City players. I could get rid of Erling Haaland for a hit. I could then get him back in for a hit. Um, if he's absent for game week 20, which by the time you watch this, you'll know that. Um, so um, maybe I'll get more points, but maybe I won't. Maybe it'll be a risk. So, um, yeah, I I think it's not so much take more hits or some other people's New Year's resolution will be take less hits. So I tend to take about seven a year. Um, and the worst, the better seasons I've had of where I've taken around seven or less or few, fewer hits rather than uh, than seven. But if I take more, if, if, if I looked at to maybe 12 hits or something, then I probably haven't had a very good season because each of those hits costs four points and some of them work, some of them don't. Um, but I do think it's worth taking hits around double game weeks, blank game weeks. And if you just can't field 11 players, um, you know, at least you're getting getting bodies in the, on the pitch <laughs> and that's what you need to get really. And I think so... For example, last week, I sort of wish I'd taken a hit by, by last week when I'm recording this game week 19. I wish I'd taken a hit, I think, on, on reflection. I think that would have been a bolder move um, and it would be fairly risk free as well. So, for example, I was forced to play Crystal Palace defender um, and I'm, I'm probably going to do that again by the time you watch this in game week 20, um, which is less than ideal. And um, so I do think I do think um, uh, take more hits is a quite good one. 
Okay, just a reminder again, do press that like button and do remember to subscribe. Keep up to date with our videos and uh, podcasts as well. Okay, so um, now for my ones. Okay, so I, I'm basically doing, I think I'm doing okay in FPL this season. Um, yeah, I'm just outside the top 100k currently. I've been inside, just outside and hovering around there for a while. So I'm okay with that. And so that's around the sort of top 1% of managers. Can't argue with that. So, um, but I could do better. And if you're watching this and you're four millionth in the world, five millionth, six millionth, whatever, and it's worth, you know, just the principle of just looking back on your season a little bit and thinking, what could you do a bit better? Um, and so wherever you are in the rankings, whether you're in the top 10, you know, it's still worth doing that. What can you do better? And I think that applies to everyone watching or listening. Um, so what can I do to be better? So I've um, I've um, been helped a little bit here by a tool called FPL Statistico, um, which you can look at. So my first one is around captaincy. So I'll put some I'll put an image up, which I got from the FPL Statistico um, uh website and do do I do have a search for that it's just fpl statistico um i put the actual web address of where you can go to get um, a look at your team and sort of review of your season so far on the screen as well uh, i won't read it all out for the podcast but just for those listening on the podcast version um do have do have a look at that um, i'll try and put it in the notes actually where I got that from, so you can uh, have access to that. Um, <clears throat> so for me, one thing I noticed was the captaincy. There's been a, a few comments on um, social media, you know, quite rightly saying, you know, is anyone getting the captaincy call right? Um, obviously, some people are, um, and some people are doing very well from it. But a lot of the popular captaincy uh, picks, Haaland, Salah, Son, Watkins, they have been good for some weeks, but but annoyingly, they haven't been good when we want them to be good, when we want to captain them. And I, my team is an example of that. So my total captain points uh, are 268. Uh, uh, yeah, 268. Um, that is roughly a quarter of my total score, of my overall score there. So um, my total vice captain points is 130. So at least I've got a better captain than vice captain and possible captain returns if I'd always use my vice captain instead 260 so let uh, let I would have got fewer points by doing that but my possible captain points if I'd always captain my highest game week scorer so in weeks for example where I captain Salah but then Watkins got a brace or whatever but, but Watkins got the double digit haul that week and that's an example of that. That would have been 492. So I would have. So um, uh, the, the difference between your captain points and your highest possible points, 224 points. So essentially, by getting the captaincy decision wrong, and I know you appreciate a lot is that with hindsight on paper, for example, you know, a certain captain will be best, the best captain choice. Um, but um, is, is are they? And could I be better at actually picking a captain? In, and so I remember, um, so right, I'll, I'll come to a specific example in a second. I'll just finish it with these stats. So difference between, between your captain points and your highest points. In my case, I lost out 224 points. So my total actual captaincy points as a percentage of my highest possible captaincy points is 54.47%. So roughly half. So basically, I've got the captaincy right 
but only half the time. So, or you could look at it, I've got the capacity wrong half the time. Um, actually, I mean, statistically, that is accurate now. <laughs> I'm half good at, cap at picking a captain, but half bad as well. So um, I think for me, what I'll do is I'll look a bit more detail, I think, in the matchups. So instead of thinking, oh, on paper, that's the best captain. And then that wave, it goes across social media and everyone's doing it. And suddenly there's that fear. If you don't captain that player again, everyone's doing it. And um, so it's look in detail at those matchups and try and sort of go against. Well, go with the herd if you think the herd is right. Go against the herd if you think the herd is wrong. Um, time will tell, you know, with the outcome and the decision there. But so, for example, Haaland and Salah have been good for me. They've been my best captains, uh, Salah in particular, but others could have been better as these stats show. So I need to spend a bit more time on the captaincy. Um, so game week eight for me is a good example where it went right. And so this is the sort of week I want to have more of. <laughs> so that week, Son played Luton. Everyone looked at Luton, promoted side. And Son, good form at that time, starting to play through the middle as well. He was the most popular captain amongst engaged managers, those I saw on social media. It was this wave of Captain Son, Captain Son. Um, but he blanked and he got a six-point return. Meanwhile, my captaincy choice, and I had, was on Son all week, and then I did a captaincy video. And that looked in detail at, at Luton at home defensively, Brighton at home, which was Salah's opponent, and also Brighton after the European matches that they've been playing. So they've been doing ever so well in Europe. Um, but it has probably cost them performances the, the match afterwards. Um, so I looked at Salah, great pedigree. And I thought, no, I'm going to, even though Brighton my team, in FPL terms, I think Salah's probably a better captaincy choice. Um, and that proved right. So it was proved right that time. So I want that, that sort of decision making and looking at the opponent a bit more. Um, to influence my decision rather than that sort of wave that goes across social media. So Salah got 15 point haul, so 30 points. So that was, um, you know, a huge difference, 24 point difference in, in, in the captaincy that week. Um, so targeting a team that is returning from a tough European game. I think that could be good. I think that's worth more. Um, and, and another one is looking at who is sort of conceding more. So keep up to date with all, the latest of uh, so if, if looking at the statistics that week in particular, um, yes, Luton were conceding a lot of uh, goals, but statistically they were actually much better at home and they look better at home as well. Um, and that's quite common amongst a lot of promoted sides uh, when they go up as well. Um, <clears throat> I'll come to the promoted sides in a, in a bit. They're my third resolution. <clears throat> but uh, back midfield is my next one. OK, so. Once again, I've had a look at FPL Statistico and uh, backing five, a five man midfield has been the way to go. Um, and, you know, midfielders get more points, they get more points for scoring and stuff. But we've had more midfielders who are playing as strikers as well this season. So we've had like sort of Richarlison, midfielder, Kuna, um, not Kuna, he is a, a, listed as a striker, Huang rather. Um, at Wolves um, has been, uh, you know, he's been a midfielder and been, been a great asset as well. Um, and obviously you've got sort of more wide forwards like Salah anyway. Uh, and Son, uh, midfield, listed midfielder, but he did play centrally um, and he's very effective on the wing as well, or can be. 
Um, so what I do uh, look at the FPL Statistico tool is I looked at the formations I've been using, the times they've been played and the average points, you know, for each match of those. And it's shown that a five man midfield is statistically better. So we should be or I should be investing in them much more. Um, so three, five, two, I played 16 times, most times, and I'm, I'm averaging 60.8 points, um, on the times I've played that. So that's been effective. Four, five, one has been quite effective as well. 56 points I've been averaging, um, there. Uh, I've only played that once though. Um, three, four, three, much less effective, uh, 47 points there. I only used that once and 37 points when I've had four, three, three, some of these are to do with auto subs as well, but it's just showing you <coughs> the power of the midfield. Um, so, I mean, how that's worked with me, I've been on pretty much three, five, two, most of the season. I'm currently on a mixture of three, four, three and three, five, two. And that enables me to play 3-5-2 if I want and 3-4-3 if I feel that those strikers will do better than midfielders. But more than often than not, I think 3-5-2 should be the way. Um, so it's a bit different. Everyone's going to be a bit up in the air with game week 21 because Salah and Son have gone. So, so a lot of those key midfielders that are you know, going to get those average points up have, have gone from the game for a few weeks while they, they're playing their cup competitions. But I do think that um, I do think we'd need to keep an open mind with them. So, for example, my well, my fifth midfielder has been a Dingra um, for a while, and I've been fielding him. Um, I do have three strikers at the moment. One of them's Harland, so by default I'm three five two. So I'm actually thinking going into game week twenty, um, and I appreciate people are going to be watching this from game week twenty one onwards. But I'm looking at players like Garnacho. At Manchester United, Alanga and Nottingham Forest. We did a video a while ago about Nottingham Forest and it was Alanga was their talisman. He, I mean, it may be Chris Wood now, but it, um, I, it was Alanga at that time and he's still doing well. I think he got another another couple of assists in game week 19, I think it was. And, you know, he's, he's proving to be an exceptional player. I mean, Manchester United, let him go. Okay, <laughs> well done. One on you, Manchester United. Um, so, uh, uh, I think Alanga is a good option, Ganacho. And what that does is it means, you know, we can field five midfield. So I'm going to sort of stick with a 3-4-3-3-5-2. I'll make mistakes along the way with that. But it just it just shows that I don't want to I don't want to jettison a five man midfield just yet. I do think it's it's the one I've used most. It's the one that's been best for me so far. Um, obviously, other people watching this and they'll look at, the, you know, their average points Um and, uh, you know, they'll get much more uh, from using 343. Three. And it just obviously depends on lots of factors. But I'm just thinking about, for me, my New Year's resolutions. Um, OK, fi my final one is something I've been seeing a lot of talk about on social media is people are reassessing how they treat teams they thought were bad. And that's largely the promoted sides, your Burnley, Sheffield United and Luton. And we spoke about them and that helped me not back Son for the captaincy and instead back Salah against Brighton, who are Brighton or better tied, you know, established Premier League side now. Um, and so I've been doing that again. So game week 19, um, well, I got this guy in, Alfie Doughty, um, still a huge differential. Um, and I got him in as my Simicast replacement based on the eye test, watching him play, he just seemed to be involved in everything. 
I thought Luton were better at home, so I could play there. I looked at the fixtures. They're playing a lot of fellow promoted sides um, over over the coming weeks. Um, and Luton in general have impressed me. I think Barkley and Townsend are great, um, you know, uh, additions to, to Luton's squad there. You know, they might even stay up. They might even stay up. Um, but nevertheless, um, you know, there's lots of other promoted sides. Uh, the other two promoted sides are doing well as well. So, for example, in Burnley, so Burnley are conceding, but in Trafford, they've got an absolute save machine. Um, as many teams have found out, you know, he, he's racking up eight to nine saves. That's, that's two to three save points a match. So you, that's going to bring bonus as well. Um, so even if he's um, conceding, he's still getting, you know, some point, which is good for that, that, that level of keeper. As well, and Sheffield United, Chris Wilder's back. Immediately, they look a bit more organised. They look a bit tougher to beat. Um, so are they a pushover? Now, you'll be watching this in uh, from Game Week 21 onwards, so they would have faced Man City. If they get hammered by Man City, that doesn't prove the Sheffield United are absolutely terrible. It just proves that Man City are good, but much better, which we knew that anyway. Um, but you, you don't know. I mean, each 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 match they play, they look, they look fine. Um, and they don't... I think the promoted sides are not the sort of teams to target as much now. And I think that overall is really um, what I'm looking at as in, in terms of the um, uh, that resolution, really, is to keep that going. Um, I mean, keep an eye on their form. Keep an eye on the form of teams like, say, Crystal Palace. Um, so recently, they've been statistically the worst side in terms, from an attacking point of view. So if you're going to invest in Crystal Palace, don't their attackers don't seem... It doesn't seem there was um, uh, there's a guy called Ian Parrin, uh, Planet Sky. He, he's very good with the Sky game, and he has his, and I always remember this. He always says, "Get defensive players from defensive teams, attacking players from attacking teams," and it makes so much sense. So I do I do think for teams like that. So if there's a very defensive side, um, you know, get their defenders a very attacking side. So for example, Brighton, very attacking side, get their attackers. Obviously, a Stupinan's back for Brighton, um, an attacking player. But anyone who's getting a Brighton defender thinking they're going to get a clean sheet is is fooling themselves. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Um, so get um, you you get attacking players for them. So that, that does actually include one of the defenders, weirdly with their Stupinan. But nevertheless, so that's put me off there. Goalkeepers, Lewis Dunk, um, any of the other defenders there. Um, and, and and so on. And you can see that with Palace as well. And um, that could be the case when you're looking at defence and, and and attack with uh, some of the promoted sides as well. But I do think it's important to sort of reassess these teams and think, well, actually, some of these teams are actually OK. Um, <clears throat> if you are going to target Luton as well. Um, so they're over their fixtures. So they've just, just played Burnley, but they've also... Um, Sorry, they just played Sheffield United, um, but they've got Burnley up next in game week 21. Brighton, who always concede, game week 22. Newcastle, time will tell whether they get get over their blip. Then they've got Sheffield United again and Manchester United. So these are all good, good, um, actual good fixtures here, um, potentially for a promoted side as well. Um, you know, the Brighton game is at home. And they're playing Chelsea in game week 20. So by the time you watch this, you'll know you'll you'll know how they're that they're getting on there. Um, but I do think I do think we need to sort of temper um, uh, 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 ideas about these these sides. Um, okay, I mean that's mine. I've, I've just come up with 
like three resolutions for me there um, to, to help me do a bit better. And also some of those resolutions, which I think are great from, from the community as well. We're going to have try and get some more of these videos out during the week. So watch out for them. We'll have some of the Fantasy Football Scout team coming up with their resolutions um and i'll i'll put more call outs on social media uh, for your resolution because it's great to read those out um just reminder do press that like button and do subscribe as well to keep up to date with our videos and do have a look at fantasy football scout latest on those sort of members offers as well um but it's very nice to leave you with a picture of doughty there he got me seven points i forgot to even mention that got him in and he got me seven points and um i think you know who'll hopefully get me some more more assists uh might might not get me the clean sheet might do but um might get me some assists there um okay thanks a lot for your time see you soon <laughs>